It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Ross Christ. Good evening, Athens, Ohio. This is the Sports Fan presented by our good friends at J&K Contracting. Welcome to July 21st, Thursday, July 21st, and a very hot day in southeastern Ohio. This is the Sports Fan. Well, what are we going to get to today? Kyler Murray just got paid, and he's the second highest paid person in the history of the NFL. Arizona star quarterback Kyler Murray Gets a big contract extension. Is he worth the money? Then we'll preview Major League Baseball. The second half of the season is about to get underway. What can you expect out of those Cincinnati Reds? Can the Baltimore Orioles keep up their win streak coming in with a 10-game win streak into the second half of the season? And will the Yankees continue their dominance over the AL and the rest of Major League Baseball? And finally, this is my last show here at the WATH studios. Not because I don't like working here. I absolutely love it. Dave and the whole game, Carl, Krista, everyone who's given me a chance to speak and broadcast, do something that I love. But I'm moving on to a new adventure. So maybe we'll chat a bit about that, and I'll let Carl pick my brain. Um, well, I, what, yeah. what, what I want to do, because, I mean, th th this commercial writes itself. I don't know if anybody remembers those old Dos Equis commercials, the most interesting man in the world, Ross Christ. <laughs> this man once threw a first pitch at Dodgers Stadium. This man is licensed to sell insurance across <laughs> all of the eastern seaboard. He is the most interesting man in the world. Well, those two things certainly, I guess, pique Carl's interest. But I don't know about our listening audience, but yeah, I'm happy to share some segments of my life and Hopefully we do keep in touch uh, wherever I do end up and we can do some cross-broadcasting work. Let's get to sports fan trivia. Um, let's think about this one here. The last seven out of eight years I've lived in Dubai. Dubai is in the country of the United Arab Emirates in the Middle East on the Arabian Peninsula. The border is Saudi Arabia and Oman. Dubai is home to many professional sporting events. One of the professional sporting events is called the Dubai Desert Classic. If you were a spectator and you went to the Dubai Desert Classic, what sport would you be witnessing? Phone lines are open, 740-592-6646. That's 740-592-6646. And we want to hear from you. And don't forget, Carl... At the end of the show, we will do our last segment of Surefire Hot Picks of the evening. And boy, I am leaving this studio on a good note right now because I am absolutely on a tear, am I not? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six straight victories. We're not going to talk about my pick from last night. No, we're not at all. Uh, I, I, if you so remember... subject for you, Carl? Uh, well, I picked one of my... I picked... I favorite picked my club. favorite EPL team, and uh, they they did not win by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, they lost to a kind of middle-of-the-pack MLS team. Cause for concern for Frank Lampard? There's a lot of expectations with this guy coming over with his pedigree, certainly how he played to come into Everton, but... We lost 4 nothing. 4 nothing To and an listen, MLS team. To an MLS team. And a lot of these pregame things really don't mean much to players. It's just kind of stretching their legs. Coaches try out new managerial stat strategies out there. The real action happens when it comes down to FA Cup season and Premier League season and UCL. But I do know the Everton fans are diehards. And they're local. And they've got the short end of the stick in that town of Liverpool. But do you think he might be shown his way out the door if they don't do well at the beginning of this season? Because there is a lot of expectation out of Evertonians. 
Well, let's just say this. He barely got us from being relegated down to the championship last year. And uh, we lost our best player. And then we come out in our first preseason game. And, and we weren't the only team to lose. Uh, Charlotte FC beat Chelsea last night. So, but they lost in penalties. And Chelsea is notorious for being bad at penalties. Um, but it's just, what, what I mean, there's not, we are going to finish 20th in the APL, I think, this year, Everton will. And I think that Lampard is going to be shown the door. I, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't if he should have a lot of pressure on him. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, if that's any proof that I am not in sport, I am in sports fandom hell. And that's proof of it right, right there. Losing 4 nothing to an NLS team. Woof. <laughs> Speaking of woof, it's a bit of a head-scratcher for me, the news coming out of the desert today. Arizona Cardinals signing their quarterback, Kyler Murray, to a six-year extension that makes him the second-highest-paid quarterback besides the monster head-scratching contract that the Cleveland Browns gave to Sean Watson. Before we dive into this, let's just get into stats, because we can't argue stats. They're actual facts. Kyler Murray has played three seasons in the NFL. He's pretty much started every single game for his team. He has a record of 22-23-1, so he actually has a losing record as a starting quarterback. Comes out of Oklahoma, joins the high-flying offense that is the Cardinals with a young coach, who really likes to spread the ball around, and then signs a five-year, $230.5 million contact extension with 150, 160 of it being guaranteed. It is mind-boggling to me that you can come, become the second-highest-paid second player in a sport without being a proven winner. Did the Cardinals, Carl, make a big mistake here? I don't think they did just because this is the you want to lock up your uh, you really want to lock up your long-term investments at quarterback and even though Kyler Murray he hasn't won anything to this point he's still a really really good quarterback I mean he, he's proven his talent time and time again you know when I think Kyler Murray I think the Hale Murray against the Bills I in love that 2020 play. a great play uh, so yeah, I, I understand where there's a little bit of worry with that, but I don't think Kyler's the problem in Arizona. I think it's more the coaching with uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who is proven to not be a winner. That's somebody who's proven not to be a winner. Kyler Murray can win you football games if given the opportunity. I, I think it's just something with Cliff Kingsbury's coaching style to where he just wears his players down at the end of the season, and they every single one of his teams... You can go back to 2013, back at Texas Tech. Every single one of his teams, after seven games, they're just dead in the water. Yeah, interesting one for me. I don't agree with it. I just don't understand these guys that are getting money without winning. Like, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. And also, for me, there is a bit of a maturity issue with Kyler Murray. If you remember at the beginning of this offseason, I believe... He did some stuff on Instagram, whether he unfollowed his team or he was upset with how the last game ended and he got too much of the blame. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what, buddy? You're the quarterback of a football team in the NFL. Guess who gets the blame when you lose? Generally, people point the finger to the quarterback or the coach. It doesn't boil down to the defensive tackle. Okay? So, you need some thick skin in this league. And that will come with time. It'll come with maturity. But if I'm a Cardinals fan right now, if I'm a Cardinals fan right now, I'm not loving this deal. I'm not loving it. He could have played out his rookie contract. I think, believe they go four to five years. Yeah, I, I think they, they still have his rookie contract, and this is an extension, extension on that. past that. So. Right, so why not let him keep playing on that for a cheaper buck and then see if he's the real deal? Because right now... At 22-23-1, after three seasons and close to 50 starts in the league, 46 starts, 
I mean, that's a pretty decent sample size. I, I, w I would have him go one more year, and if he really proved you something in those playoffs, and he was up there, top five, top ten caliber talent, then, yeah, I have no problem giving him that, that amount of money. But well, it's, it's crazy to me. Counterpoint to that, because obviously a lot of these contracts are going up and up and up. And, you know, I think especially if he proves, like if, say, he goes out and they make the NFC Championship game, they lose in a heartbreaker, you know, he, he's going to ask for more money than that. I mean, it's already been proven that I think part of the reason, I mean, we talked about him with his Instagram thing. Part, I think part of that was he, what, the contract extension negotiations weren't going the way he wanted them to. And so imagine that, but with him having even more talent, they'd have to lose even more money to him. So to me, I, I, I think it's a good thing. I think the most interesting thing to look at through all this is the Ravens at the moment. Lamar Jackson still ha does not have an extension past his rookie contract. I think it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how much money that's going to end up being because it's going to get more and more the longer the Ravens wait if they want to extend them. Lamar Jackson has proven it. He's an NFL MVP. He's going to get more money. He should get more money. You should pay that man whatever he's worth. Um, I know he's dealing with some injury problems there, but I don't think Lamar Jackson and, and Kyler Murray are the same player. I would take Lamar Jackson 100 out of 100 times. Um, I think he's about to get paid. I, I agree, but uh, what I think, though, is the fact that how much is he going to get paid? Because, like you said, he more is than better than Kyler Murray. Yeah. He's going to get more money I don't think than Kyler get... Murray. It's going to be really interesting to see how much money the Ravens are going to have to dish out to keep him. I don't think they'll get. I don't think he'll get Cleveland Browns money because I think the Browns just did something outside the ballpark to well, really switch it up. And speaking of the Cleveland Browns, some panicked. news. Some news coming out of Northeast Ohio. The Cleveland Browns are signing former first-round pick Josh Rosen to a one-year deal. Rosen was the number 10 pick in the 2018 draft. He last played for Atlanta, going 2 of 10 with two interceptions. So he's going to come in with Watson and Jacoby Brissett. You're going to assume that the Browns now are thinking Watson will get suspended. Brissett will take the the first team snaps and be the starter coming in the season with Josh Rosen, who also, I believe, was out there in the desert. I think Cliff Kingsbury kicked him to the curb once he found out that this guy couldn't fit in his system. And I will tell you, this is probably Josh Rosen's last chance on an NFL team because you hear the word bust along with that name. But it looks like the Browns now are starting to show their card. In fact, it in the fact that they think Watson will be gone for some time. Otherwise, you don't make this move. I think, I mean, it's just a backup. I mean, I, I think even with only like four or five, you know, even if it's only like for four or five games, I mean, you still want somebody backing up with some sort of caliber. And Rosen is a mobile quarterback. As much as he does have his struggles, he is a mobile quarterback. He'll fit into the offensive system that they're putting together because I think they were – they were looking at Rosen, and there was one other person they were looking at, and I do not remember who it was. It was Rosen and another mobile-type quarterback. Um, oh, I don't remember who it was, but it was between those two. And so I think they were just looking, you know, who fits better in their system as a backup, and they decided it was going to be Rosen. I don't, I, I don't put any stock in anything like this. I don't think you've got to add Rosen's name to the jersey. But he's just going to be there. I think he'll he'll it, maybe he'll get in some garbage time, unless Brissett gets hurt, which is very not 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 common. Brissett's a great quarterback for what he is. He, he is, I, I think he is. This you, you liked know, him on your team. He yes he. I think Brissett is a lot like. Um, it's going to be the, their kid, this, these kids growing up now. What we think of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're going to think of Jacoby Brissett, I believe. Elsewhere across the NFL, 
Some news happening down in Tampa. Tom Brady's got a big target to throw to because tight end Kyle Rudolph is going to join the tight end team. It seems like the NFL is kind of doing like what the NBA is doing with these super teams where they try to bring in these superstars to get one last hurrah, one last championship. But Kyle Rudolph coming over to this team certainly makes the tight end position better. I know he played last week, last year in New York and kind of had a down year, but he's not too far removed from some of his good years up in Minnesota. Does this signing change anything for you about, I guess, power rankings or how you think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will do? He's got another big target. I believe he's got Cameron Brait as well as a tight end, but you know those Buccaneers systems, they love to play two tight ends. Um, Last year, they had Gronk and Braid out there as well. Now it's going to probably be Rudolph stepping in and Braid as well. Do you, I mean, does this change anything for you? Not not really. I mean, Rudolph's probably going to be about what Gronk was. Maybe a little bit, maybe even a little bit less so. Uh, Rudolph's, then again, though, the last few years, I think he spent last year in New York with the Giants. I mean, you're not really going to get a good gauge of, uh, you're not really going to get a good gauge of how good somebody is with that. But, uh well, I think we'll see with it. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it is a decent signing. He'll probably get some good playing time. We'll get a little bit of, you know, he'll, he'll, get some, he'll get some playing time. He'll get some reps. He'll get some touchdowns. But I, I, I think it's pretty much just same as Gronk. I, I, it doesn't really change my opinion of the team. Let's head out west, Carl, because the San Francisco 49ers have given – their captain, their quarterback, Jimmy G, permission to seek a trade. Now, Jimmy G is coming off of a surgery, so I think they're kind of waiting to see how he healed from that. But it looks like San Francisco is going to be parting ways with their star quarterback. However, this will not be an easy trade to accommodate. He's getting paid handsomely, and a lot of people don't value Jimmy G as a star quarterback in the NFL. There's some people who are saying he still could end up on the 49ers next year if they don't find someone to trade him. Uh, where would he go? I mean, that's that's the big thing. Like, there's really nowhere where Jimmy Garoppolo really fits. Uh, the only the only place where I think that he might have a chance of going is maybe Houston. Houston would fit maybe, but I mean, they they seem to have a decent thing going with Davis Mills. So I mean, there's not really anywhere for him to go. A lot of these. A lot of these places already, they have their, they at least have their prospective quarterback of the future, or they have their quarterback of the future. And so there's, there's not really anywhere for him to go anymore. I mean, his, his, it was even, I mean, his best spot was probably Carolina or Indianapolis, and both of those, both of, the, both of those have already been filled. So, I mean, unless he gets traded to, like, Atlanta, maybe, like, the, there's just nowhere for him to go, really. And so he'll probably sit around on the 49ers again. He'll probably split time with Trey Lance. And then uh, that'll be it. I mean, he's not, that, he's not an incredible quarterback. Yeah, that, that was my next question. How do you rate Jimmy G in terms of quarterbacks in the NFL? And where does he fall in your system? He's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. He's a starter, but I don't think he's going to get you really anywhere. Uh, I mean, yes, he got, yeah, the 49ers went to the NFC Championship game last year, but they won the wild-card game on the Cowboys' idiocy. Uh, they won the divisional round on their defense, and the fact that the Green Bay Packers have minus, uh, or literally do not have a special teams, at least they didn't this year. Or last year, I think they they hired they hired the Raiders interim coach Bisaccio and uh, Rich Bisaccio, and that that's a great hire for the Packers. Love him, but uh, I honestly thought the Raiders should have kept him as head coach. Yep. But so that's going to be short up. But that's how they lost that, and then you know they just Jimmy G lost them that game against the Rams, and he he. He's a solid quarterback, but he's never going to be anything special. He's always going to be berated by fans because unless he's on a really bad team, he's going to hold his team back. I, I, I would comp I'd put him in the same sentence as Carson Wentz. 
he can do something for your team, yes, but he's not incredible. He's not, he's not, once in a while he will win you a game, but more times than not, he's going to try to win you a game and end up losing you a game. It's only a matter of time if you get picked with the third pick overall in the first round that you're going to be starting, and it looks like it's time for Trey Lance to take over the product out of North Dakota State. Could be in line to be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. We'll see what he's made of as a full-time starter. He did get some playing time last year in and out of the season, but it was Jimmy G's team for the majority of the season. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to preview the second half of this Major League Baseball season and get Carl's thoughts on a couple of key issues. Will the Yankees keep dominating? Will the O's keep the streak rolling? And what can we expect out of his Cincinnati Reds. Don't forget sports fan trivia. I'd love to hear from you. 740-592-6646. If you went to the Dubai Desert Classic, what sport would you be witnessing? 740-592-6646. This is a sports fan. We're taking a short break. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. When will the danger become crystal clear? When you read another statistic? When it happens to your neighbor? When your family is shattered? When will you finally take action? Don't let another family's life fall to pieces due to the dangers of unsafe railroad crossings. Report bad railroad crossings at angelsontrack.org. That's angelsontrack.org. Because bad crossings kill good drivers. Sponsored by Angels on Track, aired by OAB and the station. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. I said boom boom boom, no weather about to say I I don't know. I'm it's honestly not boys. sure. Um Welcome back to the Sports Fan presented by our good friends Jake and K Contracting. Ross and Carl with you for the next half hour up until seven o'clock. Sports fan trivia, if you went to the Dubai Desert Classic, what sport would you be witnessing? I'll say that one more time, a little bit slower. If you went to the Dubai Desert Classic, what sport would you be witnessing? If you I, know this one, 740-592-6646. Go ahead, Carl. I, had a, I have a guess with it. I'm not sure if it's right. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, Rallycross. Rallycross is not it, but valiant guess. I like that one. There is certainly a lot of racing out in the desert. Uh, Saudi Arabia hosts one of those rally cross races. And there's also the Liwa Challenge. You would like that one, Carl. I want you to Google that one. You'd be all over that. You'd be in your gearhead self out there in Liwa rooting on the cars as they go up the mountain. But let's turn our attention to domestic sport because it's the second half of the season here, Carl. And I believe the Cincinnati Reds are in action tomorrow if I am not mistaken. Yep. To start things off, and that's where I want to start with you, Carl. Uh, your heart is in Cincinnati. It's been a hard start to the year for you following this Reds team. They started out, what was it, 2-20 and 20 or something like that. But take away the first month of the season, they've actually played some decent baseball. So here they are starting the second half of the season at 34-57, and 57, 15 games back. What do you expect out of this team? How do you expect the rest of the season to play out? Who will not be on the Reds 
come the 162nd game? Uh, I think Brandon Drury, to finish, the, the answer to your last question, I think Brandon Drury is going to get traded. Um, I, I, it's going to be a Scooter Jeanette type trade. Remember how Scooter Jeanette had that one really good season, and then yeah, we traded him to the Giants, and he just wasn't good at all? Injuries, yep. I, I think that's basically what's going to be. You know, not, not necessarily the same thing with Jeanette where he gets injured and stuff, but I, I think that uh, Drury is probably good as gone. You know, there, I'm certain there's some teams who want to bat like Drury, and he's a great utility player on some great teams. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I mean, the Reds don't need to trade anybody. They really don't. Um, Final year of his contract, does Joey Votto stay a Red? Or does he go to a playoff contender? Does he go to no, like a, a no, no? He's not. He's not going to get traded. I don't think Joey Votto is valuable enough for anybody to give anything for him at the moment. I really don't. I mean, I, I love you know, Joey Votto. A, a but veteran presence come October, someone that knows how to hit the long ball. No, I, no, I, I, I can't see him getting traded. Okay. I, I can't see. Fair enough. I can't see the Reds trading him. If the Reds traded him, I I would be first. I would be first in line with my pitchfork and my torch. Okay, how about Luis Castillo? We don't have to. If we get a sweetheart deal, which the Yankees are, that is the top, like that is at the top of the list for the Yankees. They want Luis Castillo. If they give us, if they give us a sweetheart deal, we'll take it. But he still has a year and a half of club control. So if we don't like an offer, if we don't like what we're getting, we can sit on an offer. We don't have to trade Castillo this year. So... Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. But I, you know, if we get a good deal, take it. If we don't, don't. It's simple as that. Expectations for you. Second half of the season, this team. I just hope we have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but really dialing it in here, they're sitting at fifth place in the NL Central. Does that change? Let me pull up the NL Central for you, I, I, think, I think that does change. Okay. Uh, we're only four games back of the Pirates in third place right now. So it goes, it goes Milwaukee 1, St. Louis 2, Pittsburgh 3, the Cubbies 4th, and the Reds 5th. What changes in the Central, in your opinion? Uh, it's a crapshoot between the Brewers and the Cardinals, who's going to win the division. And uh, the last three teams, I mean, the Pirates, the Cubs, and the Reds have all struggled this year. Um, I'm pretty sure Manfred's probably kicking himself because you got to remember, the Reds and the Cubs are going to be on national television in a few weeks. They've got that Field of Dreams game in Dyersville. Yeah, we had Dan, that, uh, Dan Evans, former Los Angeles Dodgers GM, who's the COO of the Field of Dreams, who will be back on the show. I can't wait to give you his number to give you his thoughts. But I'm sure he's a little upset right now that the Reds and Cubbies aren't really yeah. doing what they should. But I, 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 so I, I think saying, it will be... You're saying the Reds and Cubs flip-flop? You think the Reds will finish fourth? I, I hope the Reds will finish fourth. I think, they, I think they, they're looking a lot better. Well, the Cubs are coming in. Their last ten games going into the All-Star break, they went one and nine. Just despicable. Yeah. Uh, so, and the Reds, they lost their last two, but they're six and four in their last ten games. So I think the Reds will jump up above the Cubs. I don't know if they'll jump up above the Pirates. I mean, it's going to be pretty close. I think these, all three of these teams are going to end up with in the range of 90 to 100 losses. But uh, I think it'll just be interesting to see. Uh, I, think, I think the Pirates will finish third, Reds fourth, and Cubs fifth. And up at the top of the division, I think we see devil magic again. I think somehow the Cardinals win the division again. As always, ugh, hate the Cardinals. Well, if you're a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, and I know we do have some in the region, certainly. Wouldn't that include you? Uh, I try not to give my, my love on air, but I, I, I root for the Buckos. You have to think, if you're a Pirates fan, I think the majority of Pirates fans would be ecstatic to see this team come in third place this year because the Shelton managed team was supposed to become in last place in all of Major League Baseball. So if they can kind of keep on keeping on with some of their young talent, who knows where they will go. If O'Neill Cruz can start to hit the ball and not strike out as much, the defensive phenom might be a mainstay in Major League Baseball because he is so fun to watch. Okay, Carl, I want to go around the league here. You can give me your thoughts on some of these teams. 
We're going to head to the New York Yankees. They're sitting with a 64-29 and 29 record coming into the second half of the season. Ethan Sargent has had many good times for the first half of this season. A couple things about this Yankees team. Do they continue their dominance? And if they do not win a World Series, does Boone get showed the door? Uh, I, I think they continue being good, except the only team that's really in the last few weeks, show, there's been two teams in the last two weeks that have really shown up the Yankees. One, the Reds somehow. I, I don't know how they did that. That's uh, awesome. And two, the Astros, which they actually have a doubleheader today against the Astros. Game one, Astros walked off the Yankees. For, the, the Yankees cannot get hits off the Astros pitchers. And you betcha I'll be glued to my TV, TV set tonight watching uh, game two of that series. A uh, little, I think it's just a doubleheader. I think it's just a doubleheader for the, uh, to make up still from all the way in the beginning of the year. But I, I think if the Yankees don't win the World Series, they're going to lose to the Astros and the ALCS. I think that's what's going to happen. As much as I, I don't like either team, I don't like the Yankees or the Astros, but I will be glued to my television set oh. watching an ALCS between those two teams. Because a lot of star power. A lot of star power, and every single game they played this year has been incredible. I mean, you had the no-hitter, the combined no-hitter the Astros put together, and you had the fact that the Yankees got out-hit in all four. That was a four-game series. The Yankees got out-hit in all four games, and they still somehow split the series which was incredible. I mean, they, they had, like, what? They had, like, three runs. They had, like, six runs on, like, four hits in one of those games in that series. I mean, it, it, it is I, – I think the Yankees and the Astros in the ALCS is almost a given, and I think that the – I think the Astros get it done. I think the Astros beat the Yankees in seven. That's my ALCS prediction. All right, I'm going to give you a chance to brainstorm this one. This is the question I'm going to pose to both of us. Say a bold prediction that you think will happen in Major League Baseball. It can be anything in the sport that will happen this second half of the season. I'm going to say my two bold predictions. The first one is not as bold as the second one. But I always say the Baltimore Orioles will make the playoffs. They're sitting at 15-1 to 1 odds right now in Vegas in Caesar Sportsbook. They're three and a half games back coming on a 10-game win streak to finish out the first half of the season. And my second bold prediction, the Tampa Bay Rays will win the World Series. Ooh, that is the bold. The Tampa Bay Rays will win the World Series. Another team that has given the Yankees some problems. But those are my two bold ones. Do you think any of those have some legs? I, I, could, see, I could see Baltimore getting into the playoffs. And, uh, but I, I, with the Rays, I think it depends on Wander Franco's status. Obviously, he's hurt at the moment with the wrist injury. He injured against the Reds uh, a few weeks ago. And so I, I think it'll be, if Wander Franco comes back and still has great production, I, I could see it. But uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, the Rays are a good team, but I can never fully trust the Rays to win a World Series. I, I, I don't doubt that they could possibly get there, but I don't trust them to win the World Series. So, I mean, because they get in these big situations and they overmanage. Uh, I'm remembering Game 6 of the 2020 World Series when Kevin Cash inexplicably took out Blake Snell with, like, he only had, like, 83 pitches. Gives up a little soft little line line drive single, and they take him out. And to me, uh, I don't like that one bit. And to me, I think stuff like that when they overmanage a bit, that's what's going to cost them in the long run a World Series. Hard to find a pitcher in the AL who has a better record and better stuff right now than the lefty Shane McClanahan out of Tampa, sitting at a 10 and three record this year with a 1.7 ERA. Okay, so those are my two bold predictions, Carl. You don't need to give me two. Give me a one bold prediction that would make me jump out of my seat, something that's going to happen in the second half of the season. I'll, I'll, still, I'll still give you two. One of them is kind of a little bit minor. I think the Cleveland Guardians, I think the Cleveland Guardians will um, win the AL Central. 
I think the Guardians win the AL Central. They're two games back right now. The Twins are kind of dropping down a bit. They're three and seven in their last ten. The White Sox are kind of surging a little bit, but I think the Guardians fend them both off and win it. They're two games back of the Twins right now. The White Sox are three games back of the Twins. I, I still think the Guardians get it done. I think the Guardians win the Central. And my, my second, and this is probably the bolder prediction, I think, um, I think the Seattle Mariners make the playoffs over the Boston Red Sox. And I'll go one further. The Seattle Mariners go to the ALDS this year. Wow. That is pretty bold. What do you like about Seattle? <laughs> the former Reds. <laughs> but they have, they have a good mix of kind of stalwarts and young star power. Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez. 21 years old. Yes. Phenom. Incredible. He's an incredible player. You're starting to see uh, Egahinio Suarez is still kind of being like what he is, but he's still a productive bat. As much as he kind of struggles, you know, as much as he struggles a little bit, like he still gets the good power numbers. And his, uh, I'll check and see what his average is right now, but uh, he's still decent. Um, and then Winker. Winker's really starting to find his stride in, uh, in Seattle as well. And you know, you know what the... Uh, I mean, yeah, Suarez is batting 239, and with those power numbers, he's got 16 home runs, 50 RBIs, an OPS of seven or .775. That'll do. That'll do. That's what they need from Suarez. Um, and and I, the, big, the big thing in this team, Jesse Winker is the heart of this team. Look, look at him. Since they had that fight against the Angels, have they lost? I don't think they've lost since they had that fight against the Angels. No, they're on a bit of a tear right now. They've won 14 straight. 14 straight since Oakland. They lost to Oakland 3-1. to one. That was back, uh, I think that was July 2nd. So you mm -hmm. have to go back basically the whole month to find the last time they lost. So that is a bold prediction, Carl, because... Right now, they're sitting nine games back. Obviously, they're in contention for the wild card. They do have a lot of young firepower on that team. I love Julio Rodriguez. He is amazing to watch. So, I like that one. I like the bold predictions. Who knows how that one will end up. What do you think? What is your World Series, Ross? That is a good question. What is my World Series? Well, I already told you that the Tampa Bay Rays are going to represent the AL because of my bold prediction. Now, if I had to put money on it, and you know I'm pretty good at this gambling thing, right? I'm going to take the Yankees. I think no one's going to stop them out of the AL. Um, so if I'm putting money on it, Yankees, who I want and who I think could possibly do it, raise out of the AL. The National League, honestly, it could go anywhere. Um, but I'll tell you what. I'm going to go back to the Braves. Um, they have experience, obviously, from last year's World Series. They're only two and a half games back at the Mets. Somehow, I think the Mets, while they are in first place, the Mets just always seem to collapse on It's on, It's, on metting. it's metting. just It's just one of those things. And the Braves been there, done that, well-managed, have some good pitchers, all around a good baseball team when I think of Atlanta Braves. So I'll, I'll say the Yankees Braves. Um, and if it's not the Braves, then maybe the Dodgers. Uh, just go with, you know, L.A., New York, World Series. Manfred would absolutely love it. Two biggest markets. That's what he's hoping for. We'll see how that goes. Your World Series? Uh, I, I'm going to say the Astros for the American League. The National League, there's not really many teams that really jump out at you. Like, you got the Dodgers and the Braves, and aside from that, there's not really anybody. Um, you know, in the East, the only two teams that really have a shot at it is the Mets and the Braves. In the West, it's the Dodgers and then maybe the Padres, but even the Padres, like, the Padres and the Giants, like, I, I just don't see enough out of them. Uh, and then a Central, the only team I think even has a remote 
any 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 sort of chance is the Cardinals if they get hot. Um, so I, I, who I would rather see in the National League would be the Cardinals, if I'm being honest, as much as they are the Reds' rival. Like, I would rather... Out, out of the you teams that are around the in there, I would I would rather see them. But I, I would say more than likely it's going to be Astros-Dodgers World Series. And I think the Astros, again, I think the Astros deny the Dodgers. I think they deny the Dodgers' uh, recovery run. I, 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 don't think, I don't think that they uh, are revenge. That's the thing. The revenge series. Is what it's going to be called? The revenge. I, I, don't think, I don't think the Dodgers get the revenge. I think Astros win in six. There you have it. The Astros win in six. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, for some reason, I'm going to let Carl pick my brain. At Ohio Health, you can see your doctor here, there, or anywhere, whether it's in person. Hi there. How are you feeling today? Or at home. Hi there. How are you doing? At one of our 200-plus care sites across the state. All right. Let's take a look. Or on your tablet, smartphone, or computer. So when did this problem start? You'll feel good knowing Ohio Health provides the finest care anywhere. Schedule care today at ohiohealth.com slash finest care. Now, for more of the sports fan on 970 WATH. It's the sports fan presented by JNK Contracting here on WATH. Ross and Carl. Ross enjoying his last 12 minutes on the show, at least as a host. So, obviously, I'm sitting there trying to pick. I, I, as we said at the top of the show, Ross could be the most interesting man in the world. He's the only person I know who has thrown a first pitch at a Dodgers game. Uh, he, he lived in Dubai for eight years. He's licensed to sell insurance on the eastern seaboard. What other, what other, what other, what other fun things do you, have you done, Ross? Uh, I'm in the movie Grown Ups 2. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that one, too. I'm in the movie Grown Ups 2. That's, that's a cool one, so... I'm a two-time graduate of Ohio University, graduated in 2009, um, worked generally in the sports field my whole entire life, Carl. Um, I moved up to Bryant University uh, and worked in their athletic department, also taught a few classes there. Then I moved abroad to teach sports management and in Dubai, and that's really where my broadcasting career kind of blossomed. I became the, the voice of the American Football League out there, the Hockey League out there, uh, was on Dubai Eye on a Saturday show from 3 to 6 called The Grill, uh, which basically focused on sports from all over the world. A uh, bit of a bigger market than Athens. Um, oh, just a little bit. And then for my past year before coming back over here, I was a consultant um, to Prince Khalid uh, in Saudi Arabia who, who runs a, a sports federation called the Sports for All Federation. And I was his lead consultant on a couple projects out there. Then I moved back here to take up a job at Hawking College to become their first ever director of sports management. Um, and now I'm off to something new. I'm not really sure where I'm ending. I'm sure I'll end up on my feet. But, yes, I have gotten the opportunity to throw a first pitch at a Dodgers game. That was pretty cool. Uh, that was through my Dubai Broadcasting. Emirates Airlines reached out to me. And I fell into this role in Grown Ups too. Um, basically, the story goes, I play softball, and a guy on my team was an actor. And he said, hey, they're looking for someone that's tall with blonde hair and blue eyes to play a frat boy. And well, I, I attended Sigma Alpha Epsilon here at Ohio University, so I was basically paid to play myself. Um, <laughs> and I was on set for two and a half weeks. I don't know much about movies. I can only speak to one movie. But what I've learned from the whole entire movie process is you stand around a lot. It's a lot of waiting. Yeah. One, of, one of the cool things about Happy Madison Productions, and keep in mind, I can only speak about one production company, but Adam Sandler's production company, everyone, and doesn't matter who you are, from the A star to the B star, hair, makeup, wardrobe, stunts, everyone has lunch together, which I thought was cool. Um, I mean, but, that, that, that makes sense with how down-to-earth Adam Sandler seems. Great guy. I mean, grow, I mean grown-ups, at least, I, I never watched the second movie. I need You're to get not around missing to that. Much. What is the awards for the worst movie of the year? What are they called? The Razzies. Yeah, so it won the Razzie. Yeah. So what? I'm in the worst movie ever for a year. 
worst movie of what 2012, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I for me personally, like I, I love Grown Ups, the first one, and it because it, it, it didn't seem like it didn't seem like it was a movie. You know, it could plausibly you could you could you know just flip it on and plausibly say, wow, you know, it's it's just like a vacation travel reel. Yeah. Basically, I mean, like I I. Someday I'm going to probably drag Ethan and, oh, who knows who else, but drag whomever, you know, have a college get-together and have grown-ups have our own version of grown-ups. Why not? Uh, might, that might be a, uh, something I might need to come in for as well. Oh, yeah. To supervise, <laughs> to make sure nothing gets out of hand. Oh, we'd be like 35 at that point, so. We'll see where it goes, but. In terms of my next destination, Carl, I'm not really sure. I'm looking at things here in the States. I'm looking at opportunities back in the Middle East, and I also um, am looking at an opportunity out in Saipan. Saipan. So I told you a little bit about Saipan. Here's your history lesson. Tell me what you know about Saipan. Go. Uh, well, I got it confused with Saigon. Okay, different than Saigon. Yes. Uh, I, I know it's somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Ding, correct. I, I feel did it, it had an important battle in World War II, I feel like. Massive battle, quite possibly the biggest battle in the Pacific Theater was the Battle of Saipan. Good. Um, What's the last key thing that I taught you about Saipan? Uh, it's 14 hours ahead of us. 14 hours ahead of us. And one thing that most Americans don't know, Saipan is America. Saipan is American. It is one of our territories, such as Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Island, the Marshall Islands, and Saipan. We also have America, Samoa, and there you have it. Those are actually all of our inhabited territories. I know this because I'm a bit of a geography nerd. America, Samoa is our only territory that we have below the equator. Saipan is about, if you look at a map, it's kind of near the Philippines. It's kind of below Japan. Okay. Um, so everyone there is American. They're part of the North Marianas Islands, and also part of that chain is Guam. I'm thinking... Some of our listeners have probably heard of Guam. You ever heard of Guam? Yeah, I've heard of Guam. So I'll let you know if I end up out in Saipan, if I end up here in America, if I end up back in the Middle East. We'll definitely have to do a couple more chats on the Pirates' misery and the Steelers' dominance. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, it is the last segment, at least with me on the microphone, with our surefire hot picks of the evening. And don't forget... Sports fan trivia, we would love to hear from you. Call in. We don't necessarily need to hear an answer. I just want to hear a voice. 740-592-6646. If you went to Dubai and watched the Dubai Desert Classic, what sport would you be witnessing? All right, when we come back, we're going to make you absolutely stinking rich. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Ohio. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Welcome back. This is the Sports Fan. Ross, Chris, Carl Blaylock with you for the next five minutes. This is my last show here in the studio, so I want to make you rich. And our last segment with me at the helm for our surefire hot picks of the evening. And like, as Carl said, 
I am absolutely on fire giving these winners. What's my overall record thus far, Carl? Uh, you're 15 and 6. 15 overall. and 6. You take that to Vegas and you go 15 and 6. You could become a millionaire quite fast. But I den definitely haven't been putting my money where my mouth is. Maybe I will here in the future. I'm going to continue my hot streak. I think I'm on six in a row after I got last night's tennis match for the men's action in the Swiss Open. But we're going to head domestically here, and we're going to head out west to Oakland where the A's are playing in the Coliseum, hosting the Tigers at 7.07 first pitch. Garrett Hill going against Frankie Montas. Frankie Montas for Oakland is 3-9. and nine. However, he has a decent ERA. He's 3.2. Going against Garrett Hill, who's a 5.7 ERA, who's sitting at 1-1. One one. But I'm telling you, Detroit did not finish the first half of the season well, only winning one out of five games, where I liked what I saw out of the Athletics, winning three out of two games. So I'm going to say, I'm going to take the team with the worst record here. I'm going to say the Oakland Athletics get it done tonight at home and start things right in the doubleheader of Game 2. Carl? Uh, I'm going to go out west as well. We're going to go Giants-Dodgers. Uh, pitching matchup, Carlos Rondon has looked pretty good so far this year. Uh, he's got like a 2.65 ERA. He's going up against uh, a, t a team or a pitcher that's not looking incredible, if I'm going to be honest. I mean, it, he's going up against Mitch White, who currently on the season, albeit in only 45 innings pitched, a 4.20 ERA. So I am going to go with the over on this game. The over-under is 8. I think that the, I think that the, they get over 8. I think there's over 8 runs scored in this game. And if you want to get a bonus bet, which I would not, considering, look at my bet yesterday. Everton lost 4 nothing. Um, yeah, uh, you'd have better luck if you bet against me, but if you so feel inclined to make a parlay, I think that the Giants, I think the Giants keep the run, it, it's minus one and a half is the run line, I think the Giants keep that, I think the Giants, I think it's a one run ball game, and even if the Giants lose, I think it's within a run, so you can go Giants plus and a half if you want to, it's up to you, it's really up to you, it's your money. <laughs> Well, there you have it. There's our Surefire Hot Picks of the evening. It has been an absolute pleasure to be on the airways with you this past year. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. If you want to follow my adventures on Twitter, on Instagram, please get in touch with me. I love to hear from anyone out there. It's at Ross Talks. For Carl Blaylock, I'm Ross Chris. This is the sports fan for the last time with me on the microphone. Signing out. Until next time.